So, so I get to the game, and uh, on noon before the game, I met with the writer, Jeremiah Tax. And Jerry Tax, who was covering basketball at the time and went on to become a senior editor of the magazine, was turned out to be this wonderful guy, and, and we just had a wonderful lunch. So we all go to the game, and the story was scheduled to be a column. That is kind of a small story in the back part of the book. And about 10 minutes before the tip-off, Jerry comes from the press row over to me and said, take lots of pictures. The golf was rained out on the West Coast. This is the lead story. So that's how my first ever assignment ended up running uh, six pages in Sports Illustrated. Wow. So obviously uh, there were probably many, many Wilt Chamberlain stories to follow, the 100-point game, et cetera, et cetera. We're, we're, this, this podcast series is about excellence, and I have a class that I'm teaching, an online master's class, and we talk about the importance of timing in terms of sometimes uh, an excellent output. Certainly timing worked to your favor, but uh, what other things do you think are important in your own career as you look back about excellence? Well, there's a couple of things that are important. One is that you have to be technically solid and innovative in in how you go about uh, photographing, whether it is covering a story or creating a studio-like setting for a portrait or a formalized picture of perhaps a group of people or a particular situation. But then the other thing that happens is when you're in a spontaneous situation, that you capitalize on it in in the best way you can. So in terms of learning excellence, what I did, and I mentioned that, was to subscribe to other newspapers, to look in magazines, and to look at how other famous photographers were doing their pictures. And I learned lighting, not by ever going to a class, but looking at their pictures and looking at where the shadows fell. And so... In terms of doing that, I would learn what excellence really was in terms of lighting, and then it became what excellence really would become in terms of creating wonderful control moments that had a spontaneity to them. So you're actually getting an element, a glimpse of the real situation, not a contrived situation, though you try to create something that enables it to move ahead kind of on its own and to become spontaneous and real. And to me, that is the one of the most important parts of whether one is a writer, writing very carefully, choosing the correct words and the correct pacing, or a photographer, using all of the tools that a photographer has to try to move it always with the element of making it as, as excellent as you can, doing it at the top level and ensuring that what you do tomorrow is a little bit better than what you did yesterday. And it's so interesting because obviously with the rapid transformation to digital content and and there's much that has been argued about what it isn't in terms of the old ways of doing things that, you know, being able to see something either, you know, in print or tactily uh, is, offers a certain perspective that maybe you can't get any other way. But then when you think about photography, it's something that is really, really um, optimized against a digital format. It seems as if photography is is so much more enhanced. I think so. And, and uh, the, the point about it all is that 
you're trying to do excellence on several levels, the technical level and, and then the storytelling level and then taking it one step further to making it so unique that it stands alone. You have taken a little step forward and people can take a look at the picture and say, gee, I wonder how they did that. Another sort of gauge of excellence is um, much like parenting where you know, your children sort of reflect whether or not you did a good job. You've certainly mentored a lot of great photographers through the years, folks who have gone on to National Geographic, the White House, the Washington Post, et cetera. Certainly has to be a proud moment for you to be able to look back at all of that. It's a lot of fun, and, and uh, it, it's interesting because uh, one of those photographers that I hired so many in their first job out of college, one of them was Chris Johns who then went on to become a photographer of the National Geographic and then the director of photography. Uh, today, he's the CEO of the National Geographic Society, oh. uh, which is pretty interesting. The, the, the most talented photographer that I think I ever hired and one of the finest people that I've ever dealt with at all was Brian Lanker. Brian won the Pulitzer while working for us, and he had learned and had accomplished almost everything that he could at the Topeka Capital Journal. And I was getting him regular assignments at Sports Illustrated from time to time. And Blaine Newdom, who was the sports editor of the Eugene Register Guard, called me and said, we would kind of like to turn the Register Guard into the West Coast equivalent of the Topeka Capital Journal. And we're looking for a director of photography. And do you have anyone that you could recommend to us? So I said, yeah, I've got someone. And let me get back to you. So I called Brian into my office. And I essentially fired him. I said, it's time for you to move on, and here's where you need to move. And, and Brian was probably thinking, well, perhaps it is time for me to, to make that kind of a change and to see if, if he could do creating a staff for a medium-sized newspaper that already had a fine reputation, to see if he could do what had been done at several other medium-sized newspapers around the country, the Charlotte Observer and, and uh, uh, Bloomington, Indiana, and, and, and our own paper in, in, in Topeka. So he goes to Eugene, Oregon, and as Brian would think all the time, Brian was, his great asset was he was constantly thinking. He was thinking about not just what would make good pictures, had really do pictures well, but how they would be used, and, and mostly not just how they would look on the page, but what kind of a story they would tell. So when Brian goes to Eugene, Oregon, he drove along the Oregon Trail all the way across Nebraska, Utah, and, and, and Oregon. When he arrived at the Register Guard, he had a picture story of today, the Oregon Trail. It was a beautiful set of pictures, and they ran at three pages. Wow. So much about really seeing opportunity, isn't it? Can you think of a time in your career when excellence evaded you? Oh. It's a tougher one, isn't it? it? Yeah. It, it, it's the kind of thing in which there are so many times uh, in, in administrative or editing or photographing, uh, assignments that, that I had, uh, the situation was such you just couldn't really create much excellence. You had to flow with whatever was there and what was going on. Mm. 
So it could it could be a little frustrating at times, and so you would just pinch yourself and do something like that that you weren't necessarily very proud of. You would try to do as, as well as you could, given the circumstances which weren't ideal and, and didn't really enable you to do very much. But you would try to do it as, as well as you could and, and then move on and look forward to the next thing you were doing. And in this age of, uh, of digitization and speed of publishing and sort of ephemeral, in-the-moment sort of content that really resonates and, and many journalists and, and content creators feel like if they missed the moment, they've missed it all together. Uh, thoughts about, about the change that's going on in the industry? Are you optimistic about it? Yeah, I'll give you a comparison. Photographing a basketball game, the big basketball tournament in Kansas City's Municipal Auditorium, messengers would take the film from the photographers to the dark rooms to process it there. And I would usually, I had arranged to use the dark rooms of the Kansas City Star and then transmit the pictures back to Topeka. And I had arranged uh, to go into the dark rooms of the Kansas City Star to process my film. And you would have to go through all the process of taking the film, loading it onto Nikkor reels, developing the film, picking the pictures, putting it in larger, then making the print, writing a caption, wrapping it around the drum of the wire photo transmitter, and sending it. And that would be maybe an hour's process, even driving at 80 miles an hour through the streets of Kansas City to, <laughs> to speed things up and, and, and running up the steps of the Kansas City Star to the AP offices. Today, this last year at the, at the basketball tournament, I would take a picture. It was connected on the Internet. The minute I would take a picture, it would be on the screen of the picture editor of Sports Illustrated in New York City in the very instant that I did the picture. Amazing. It really is. One other note, I think a lot of times people think that excellence is about getting to that bigger destination, to you know that bigger city, that bigger uh, organization, whatever it might be. And I think it's notable that your career was built largely in the Kansas City area, but in Topeka, in Lawrence, in smaller venues where great things happen. They, they were great things that were happening, and, and it, it was interesting because uh, at, at a time, you can so learn and prosper because you have the time, and the only pressure you have is your self-created pressure to try to do something really unique and really interesting. So I'm learning lighting and trying to do as excellent a job as I could with lighting, and then as excellent a job as I could with storytelling and happy to do it in, in a small community. I had as much pride in the picture that run, runs on the front page of the Lawrence Journal World in those years as on the cover of Sports Illustrated. And I've always felt like that. Uh, a great picture, and I want to share it, and it doesn't matter to me if I'm sharing it with 10,000 readers or a million readers. We've been joined by Rich Clarkson, founder of Clarkson Creative, specializing in photography, video production, design, and book publishing, very noted for his career in sports photographer. This is part of a podcast series on excellence featuring the 2016 Missouri Honor Medalist. I'm Jim Flink, assistant professor of strategic communication at the Missouri School of Journalism. Thanks for joining us.